cliffcentral.com. A very warm welcome to cliffcentral.com and in conference with Michael Jackson. That's me as a global speaker. I travel the planet. Wow, I think I've done about 190 conferences so far this year already, just back in from Switzerland into the Cliff Central studios. And as you'll know, if you're a regular listener to our podcast, this is the show where you get to meet the people that I'm lucky enough to meet on my world of travels. They're uh, authors, speakers, business people, or in the case of today's guest, who's going to join us in a second from a secret location in Namibia, where she's currently spending a couple of days, I'm going to introduce you to an actress, a model, a writer, a beauty queen, and would you believe they're all the same person? Because my guest name on this show is none other than, I would say, South African legend, but she's really Namibian-born, Michelle McLean, who's now known as Michelle McLean Bailey. We'll find out about why in a moment. But, Michelle, thank you for taking time out of your Namibian schedule to join us here on Cliff Central. Um, Hell of an intro. I mean, that, that, that title would go on a business card that's as long as a ruler, really. Actress, model, writer, model, and beauty queen. I mean, gee, you've packed a lot in. <laughs> well, Michael, hi. It's great to be on your show. And, yeah, lovely to, to hear your voice again. We've been in uh, the States for two and a half years now. So, yeah, I really do miss you guys in South Africa. <laughs> well, you know, I have lived a lot of lives. I feel like a cat, actually. I've lived nine lives, I think, different careers. Um, extraordinary. Um, I always said I wanted an extraordinary life and not an ordinary life. So I think I got it. I got what I asked for. I think it's true to say that you have. I hope you have more than nine lives, uh, less than nine lives expended so far, because you only get nine in total as a cat. But where did it begin for you? Because, <laughs> because I mean, for me, when I first heard of you, um, you were Miss Universe. And, you know, it's say what you like about uh, Miss Universe, but as far as I'm aware, every single winner of Miss Universe so far has come from planet Earth. And you did exactly the same thing. You came from Namibia. Yes, that is the controversy. Uh, Yes, I came from Namibia. And in fact, it was a big shock to everybody because Namibia at that stage, I won Miss Universe in 1992. And Namibia was only one year independent. We became independent in 1990. So it was a year and a half after independence. And hardly anybody really knew about Namibia. They knew about Southwest Africa. So I had quite a task in my year as an ambassador. Now, you were Miss Namibia before you got entered into the Miss Universe contest as well. In that newly independent country as it was back then, um, how was it for a, a young, very attractive white girl to be running as a representative of a newly independent African country? Well, yes, I think um, it, it was a question mark, and I certainly had to deal with that in many of my media conferences around the world. But I just, you know, um, put, put forward to everybody that it was a panel of um, judges that were both white and black representatives of Namibia, and I was, you know, chosen as the ambassador. So it really was, I think at that stage, um, more about the title as Miss Universe and what I could do in terms of ambassadorial work and um, making the world more aware of what Namibia was about, the fact that we became independent um, through a very peaceful process, and now today, I'm still very proud of that we are politically and economically very stable, uh, one of the safest countries in Africa. And obviously keeping your roots in Namibia, because that's where you're joining us from on Skype uh, in terms of this call this afternoon as well. I mean, it's phenomenal. The reason that you won Miss Universe is you were the prettiest girl in the world, one of the smartest, one of the brightest. But you've got to be gorgeous to be a beauty queen and to win Miss Universe. I mean, how did it feel when they announced your name? 
Well, I think I need to put out there first that um, when you're competing against 98 other women from around the world, all in the perfect position to be beautiful and intelligent enough to win Miss Universe, it is um, quite a surprise when you do win. Um, so a, a lot of luck was involved, I have to say. It just happened to be my time. Um, but I think what really clinched the uh, pageant for me was the ability to deal with pressure. And that's ironically, well, not ironically, but what I'm loving about my talks today is that I can utilize that experience and actually partake in doing talks around the world helping people deal with pressure. I mean, that is quite Um, fascinating for me as well, because, you know, former beauty queens tend to kind of disappear into a little bit of obscurity. Miss Universes tend to hang around and certainly well-known in their countries of origin. But, I mean, you know, you've you've got a perfect platform. You've built on that now for over 20 years, um, and you've developed yourself into a very successful business person, actress, model, writer, as well as former beauty queen. I mean, it's, you know, did you always have that in mind? What, when you were entering that contest, or Miss Namibia, or even the later Miss Universe, did you always know what Michelle McLean wanted to do? Um, good question. I, I did want to um, be very... Um, I, was, I was very keen on doing social work, but, you know... Obviously, the world of NGOs and charity is a very hard industry to be in. So before I became Miss Namibia and Miss Universe, I'd already been doing a lot of charity work and a lot of fundraising. When I won Miss Namibia and Miss Universe, it gave me a platform, um, an international platform, where I was able to do much more work on a bigger scale. So that's what I was really thrilled about. Um, And then I established the Michelle McCain Children's Trust uh, when I was Miss Universe in 1992 and have been running it for the past 24 years, doing hundreds of projects in Namibia, building schools. Um, So I've really fulfilled my dream on that level. Which is phenomenal. And my hat off to you because I think you've done some really, really cool stuff. I mean, more recently, although you're living in the States and I want to ask what you're doing over there as well. But I just wanted to throw in that your surname now is McLean Bailey. Uh, because you married a man who I, as a young student in the UK, stood and watched on the football terraces of Manchester United's Old Trafford. Gary Bailey, when he was Man United keeper, was just one of those people in my in my life who was, wow, you kind of just adore as a Man United fan. And I've just come back from Switzerland via Manchester, by the way. Um, you know, when you talk about Manchester United anywhere in the world, people go crazy. But I mean, here's you, the successful businesswoman, marrying a man whom I consider to be an absolute bloody legend. Hey, listen, you make a perfect couple, by the way. How did you come to marry Gary Bailey, former England and Man U goalkeeper, though? Well, good question, because I never wanted to marry a sportsman. It was always my my thing when I was, you know, a beauty queen marrying a sportsman was, you know, such a cliche thing. So I thought I'd stay away from it. So I obviously got, I was married before, and then so many years later, um, Gary and I had been working at the same TV station, Mnet, for many years. I was working in the lifestyle and, you know, the um, the entertainment side, and he was working in sport. And I have, I'd seen him around for many, many years. And then when we both found out that we'd both been divorced for about six years, we decided to um, have coffee. And, you know, um, we have very similar backgrounds dealing with pressure um, and fame at a very young age. I was 19 when I won Miss Universe, or, and he was obviously on the international um, arena in sport from the age of 18. So we have a lot in common, and I think that's what drew us together and why we do our talks together dealing with pressure. 
which is awesome. Now, you've moved across away from Southern Africa into the U.S. Why did you make the move to the U.S.? What was that about? Well, it was really the idea that all our children were of um, the age that, you know, they were going to go to university. And like so many families in South Africa, you know, some of our children go overseas and they study and sometimes they find lives there and they don't come back to South Africa. So Uh Gary and I had this plan that if we took all our kids with us to the States and they all were going to study there, that um, it would be an opportunity for us to further our careers in the speaking market um, you know, because we'd both been speaking in Southern Africa for over 20 years. Yep. And it was just a great chat. We are both Leos and we are both, um, you know, type A personalities, extreme go-getters. And we thought, why not take this opportunity? It was very, very courageous, um, I think, especially for Gary, um, with a booming uh, career in both television and the speaking uh, business, to make that decision because, you know, it's a lovely comfort zone in Southern Africa where we're known and to go into the market in America was very competitive. Um, I, I think I really just take my hat off to him for, you know, making it happen for us and for us to do this together. It's very exciting. Now you realise I'm going to ask him the question on the next podcast because Gary's at home in the UK right uh, in the US right now, and um, I'm going to get hold of him for a podcast to verify the coffee story and see how that goes. But that that's kind of incidental because <laughs> as you've mentioned now a couple of times, you know, as a speaker, which is where I knew you from personally myself on the conferencing world, as well as having had the privilege and pleasure of working alongside Gary on a number of occasions, you know, both of you have this unique approach to professional speaking. Um, It was brilliant that you combined your own lives, but also your businesses as well. I mean, if there's one thing that the both of you have done is learn deliberately how to perform and take pressure and turn it into success. Is that kind of what you're doing, both of you across the American market at the moment? Absolutely. Yes, it it is, um, you know, something we're very excited about because once you've spent your lifetime dealing with something like pressure and fame and, you know, um, uh, you know, you've, you've been able to incorporate that into your life and do something positive with your life. Um, it's a wonderful, you know, uh, topic to be able to share with people and to impart, um, our experiences. But we've come up with some very exciting, um, you know, elements to our talk as well which um, is scientifically proven, which I can always let Gary speak about. But um, it's, it's very exciting because in America, you have to be exceptionally, um, you know, to make sure that your topic is properly qualified in terms oh, yeah. of what you're talking about, because there is so much competition. Yeah, very much so. You've got to be completely on point. And, you know, I think you're both superb candidates for, as I say, talking on success under pressure. It, it, it strikes me as just the most brilliant topic for either of you or both of you. Do you get to speak on the same stage often or are you talking about your own sort of lives and, and the way that it's working on a separate platform? How does it how does it hang together for you? Well, we're fortunate enough that we can both speak individually. Um, I do a lot of women's conferences, and Gary does many, many talks for Man United still around the world, and will do his own um, speaking engagements on his own. But primarily, we're actually speaking together now, and it's quite unique as a husband-wife or as a female-male speaker on stage together. And it seems like the American market is quite, you know, quite interested in in uh, this unique op- this unique presentation. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of, have you got a website where people who are missing you in South Africa can go and find out what Michelle McLean Bailey and Gary Bailey are both up to? Where do they find out what you talk about and the stuff that you do? 
Oh, absolutely. They can go to www.successunderpressure.com. Successunderpressure.com. I love that. Michelle, time is always against us. We've got a couple of minutes left. What I wanted to ask you, though, um, you know, I know you're in Namibia now. I wanted to ask you what you were doing there. And then to back that question up, has South Africa lost both of you and Gary Bailey for good? Or do we expect you on our fair shores sometime soon? Oh, no, absolutely. We would love to come back and speak for, you know, all the various clients that we have spoken for in the past and obviously new clients. And um, we recently were in South Africa, and that's why I ended up coming through to Namibia, because we had an engagement in Mauritius. So we flew all the way from the States to Mauritius for BDO, a client of ours, um, and we've been traveling to Mexico and Canada this year. But the more often we get an opportunity to come to Southern Africa, the happier we'll be, and we'll get to see all of you. And what are you doing currently in Namibia? Just catching up with family and friends, or are you working? Is the foundation involved? What are you working on at the moment? Yes, I always combine the pleasure and work. Um, my family live here in Swakopmund, so that's where I'm hiding out in the sand dunes. Um, but I go to Vintuk um, tomorrow, where I continue raising funds for my children trust, the Michelle McCain Children Trust, and I'll hand over a few checks to various projects. Um, I'm also raising money in the States now. So um, with the dollars, it goes a long way here in Southern Africa. So I'm very excited that the Children Trust is still going strong and we are able to you know, give a lot back to the community here through education projects. That is absolutely fantastic. I mean, what a, what a joy to give back in the way in which you do, as well as both keeping in touch with your roots on behalf of both Gary and yourself. I mean, it, I think it's superb. Now, um, for anyone who wants to find out more about Michelle McLean Bailey and indeed Gary Bailey, go to that website, successunderpressure.com. Go and find out what you could do with your own life. How do you perform better under pressure? Uh, we're all under lots of it as it stands right now, including time pressure. So that really, Michelle, there's just enough time for me to say what a wonderful opportunity to speak to you. Thanks for giving up some valuable time to join us here on Cliff Central. And uh, I promise you, I'm going to track down Gary next for our next podcast. So I'm just going to check one or two things with him there as well. But it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. It's been wonderful chatting to you, Michael. And send all my love to everybody there in South Africa. Appreciate you asking. I most certainly will. Thank you. Those are the words then of Michelle McLean Bailey. Um, well, you see, who, who do we get as guests on this show? Former Miss Universe. How good is that? I mean, if I'd been better looking, my wife reckons I'd have been unstoppable. And there's Michelle McLean Bailey going absolutely unstoppable in her own right as well. Go and have a look at the website, Success Under Pressure. Don't go for too long and leave us for too far. There's lots on Cliff Central. And, of course, this is your favorite podcast platform of all time. And we'll be back within conference with Michael Jackson. Same time next week, but available for download anytime you want it. Thanks for being with us, and goodbye.